Welcome to session three of the Apologetics Podcast. This session I'll review evidence that demands a verdict by Josh McDowell. But first let's take a look at a few questions I've been asked about apologetics over the last few weeks. First, I'd like to briefly discuss what is easily the most asked about topic, that of the creation versus evolution debate. The questions I've been asked are all variations of two basic questions. And the first is, what difference does it make whether I believe in evolution or creation? And the second is, I don't understand the problem. Obviously, God created everything using the mechanism of evolution, so why get all worked up about it? Frankly, I had not intended to address the topic of evolution directly until about session 10 or 15, but there seems to be enough interest for me to give a general overview of the debate and explain why I've chosen to deal with the veracity and reliability of the Bible first. To start off, I want to make it as clear as I can that you can have all of the historical and scientific evidence ever published at your fingertips. You can be the best debater in the known world. You can have all of the answers and rebuttals on the tip of your tongue and you will not change the mind of more than one in ten thousand on the other side of this debate. This is because the question is not primarily one of evidence but of faith. All of the evidence refuting evolution will not change the mind of most people who believe in evolution because the alternative, which is that there is a God, is too frightening or repugnant for them to consider. Conversely, all of the proofs of evolution will not change the mind of one who has a personal relationship with Jesus Christ because the alternative, which is that God does not exist, is ridiculous to him. And, on the other hand, we have the people who try to have it both ways. They cannot accept the possibility that current scientific dogma is incorrect, but they can't bring themselves to deny the existence of God. Their solution is that God created everything by using evolution to make the world as we know it. This viewpoint is at odds with biblical revelation and scientific evolutionism. You can't have it both ways. So, to address the first question, what's the big deal? Well, boiling the creation-evolution debate down to the essential and most important point, it is quite simple. Either the Bible is the inspired, inerrant word of God, and therefore God created the entire universe in a very short time period, not many thousands of years ago, and we are personally accountable to him for our thoughts and actions, or the Bible is a crock and we're all descended from slimy rocks. The reason it matters is this. If the Bible is true, then we are accountable to the creator of the universe for our thoughts and actions. And if it is not, we are free agents to do whatever we want without eternal consequence. Not so incidentally, the reason I've been spending so much time dealing with the reasons why we can reasonably believe that the Bible is reliable is because if the Bible is reliable in all areas in which it can be tested, then it can reasonably be assumed to be reliable in other areas as well. The importance of this is paramount. If the Bible is unreliable textually or historically, then it cannot be considered reliable spiritually. However, if the Bible is otherwise reliable, then it should be considered reliable in those areas that cannot be empirically verified. If God is true, follow him. 
If not, don't waste your time with myths and legends. I believe that the Bible is scientifically as well as historically accurate, and I'll be addressing that in depth in future sessions. The second question assumes that the evolutionist stand is uncontrovertible, and therefore the Bible must be interpreted, and in some cases rewritten, to conform to that model. The most uh, popular of the, these uh, theistic evolution models is the gap theory, which I will not delve into this session. I believe it's prudent to lay the solid foundation of biblical accuracy before dealing with this topic in depth should be sufficient at this point to state that this view is unbiblical, unnecessary, and untenable. The creation-evolution debate is not one on which it is possible to straddle the fence and be intellectually honest. Well, that took a bit longer than I expected. On to the review. Josh McDowell published evidence that demands a verdict in 1972. It began as an outline for a graduate thesis, and in published form it retains the outline format. Partially because of this format, it is not an easy read, but it is easily the most concise, thorough, and well-documented book of Christian apologetics of the last 100 years. If for no other reason, you should have a copy of this book for the extensive bibliography. McDowell references almost every influential author in the area of apologetics up to 1970. You could easily populate an extensive and wide-ranging apologetics library from obtaining the works cited in his bibliography alone. Now the book does not deal with creationism, evolution, or scientific issues except in passing while making another point. The focus and purpose of evidence that demands a verdict is to establish the veracity and reliability of Scripture, and then the essential deity of Jesus the Christ and the truth that there is no salvation apart from Him. To that end, McDowell employs literary, historical, archaeological, and logical apologetics, and does so quite thoroughly. It was McDowell that, to my knowledge, was the first to publicly espouse the Lord, liar, or lunatic argument, a case for which I have yet to see a logical rebuttal. I'm impressed enough with this book that I've taken the basic outline of evidence that demands a verdict as the structure for the first few sessions of this podcast. I've not found a more well-reasoned starting point as a foundation for knowing why you believe as well as what you believe. And for this reason alone, I highly recommend this book. Next session, we'll take a look at archaeological support for the veracity of Scripture and answer one or two specific questions from listeners if we have time. Remember, you can send questions or comments to apologetics at donsplace.biz or if you attend Laurel Community Baptist Church in Washington State, look me up on Sunday morning. You can also take a look at the session notes at apologetics.podbean.com.